you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength, and give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. Y'all can go ahead and start playing whenever. Holy, holy, holy. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We worship you in this place today, God. Hallelujah. So 
Cleanse my eyes now, I can see again. 
on. Continue to worship. Come on. Come on. Come on. Shame is prison. The school has a grave. Shame is a rock. It's gonna take my name. Love is my redeem. Lifting me up from the ground. Love is a power. Freedom song is mine.
this morning that chorus the chorus to this song is about 90 years old if you want to know the history of where that declaration came from that chorus there ain't no grave gonna hold my body now there was a young boy in the in the mountains of virginia about 12 years old he was dying of tuberculosis and God sovereignly touched him and healed him about the 1930s and he started singing spontaneously there ain't no grave gonna hold my body now he, he starts singing that song that young man would become a preacher and he would travel all over the south his name was Claude Ely nobody even knows his name that much but this song this declaration, this chorus comes out of a healing where God heals a young person, delivers them, and they start singing and declaring a new song in the earth. Come on. And now that declaration has gone all over the world. Come on. There ain't no break gonna hold. It's not even proper grammar. <laughs> But it's a heart's cry that comes forth. And that's what the Lord is looking for each and he's looking at each and every one of us. Is there a heart's cry coming out of us? A real genuine heart's cry of who he is and what he can do. So we're going to declare it a few more times this morning. You walked out of that grave I'm walking to. Come on. You're stuck in your own grave. 
It could be the loss of someone you love. It could be finances. It could be your marriage. Come on, it could be a relationship. You're stuck in a grave. And he says it's time to come out. So we got to go back into that. Because you need to come down front. And you need to get free this morning. Come on. Let's get out of the grave this morning. Come on. this morning. I think we're here to worship him this morning. Let's just continue to worship this morning. Come on. Come on. Let them know how much you love them this morning. Come on. Come on. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You are good and I 
goodness of God that draws man to repentance. <laughs> Come on. It's His Holy Spirit that draws me near to Him. It's the goodness of God that draws man to repentance. To drawing out the Holy Spirit calling me near. Goodness of God that draws man to repentance. His Holy Spirit drawing, drawing me near. It's the goodness of God that draws our hearts to repentance. In this place, this holy place.
down on you right now. Let his love come down and saturate you this morning. Come on, feel it. Feel it. It's pinpointed. He's coming at anything inside of you that doesn't believe that you're beloved. <laughs> He's coming after everything inside of you. Anything that's inside of you that doesn't believe how much he loves you, he's coming at that this morning. He wants you to walk out of here knowing you are loved. You are loved. Fierce love. <laughs> Let that sink in. Let that rest on you this morning. Just sit right there. Just let it rest. on you. Let it sink down deep. Feel the love of the Father right now. Feel it. He loves you through everything you've ever been through. you through anything that's ever happened to you.
there's freedom. Break free today. Don't walk out of here today still bound up by stuff that's happened to you, that's happening to you. Let his love do it all. Come on, I release that on the house this morning. I release that on the house this morning. I release that on this family. This is that intentional worship right here. This is being intentional. This is feeling his presence and then going deeper right here. Looking for his eyes. Come on. Let his eyes gaze upon you. that face-to-face love, that pros, face-to-face. Come on. Look him in the eyes. Jealous Love's like the hurricane I am a tree Bending beneath Bait of his wind and mercy When all of a sudden I Afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are, and how great your affections are for me. Oh, how He loves us. 
Can you feel that this morning? <laughs> That's why we gather like this. <laughs> we gather to worship him. And when we worship him, his glory comes. And that's where all his riches are, right? In his glory. So we don't need to come in with all these wants and needs. We just need to come in and seek his face. And when his glory comes, his healing comes, his provision comes, everything comes. When you seek him. You just seek him first. <laughs> you don't have to worry about the rest. Because his love will do it all. Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. <laughs> You're so good. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. And we just worship you this morning. We ask you to have your way in this house. Continue to do what you want to do. Because we're here for you, Lord. We love you. And we thank you. Look, take a moment. If you're still worshiping, worship. If you want to pray for people, pray for people. Just, you need to get a drink, get a drink. <laughs> we'll be back.
<laughs> so not a lot of not a lot of time boundaries in what we're doing i'm just letting you know so come on back in when you're ready to come in <laughs> mm. waiting for this sea of yellow to come into the room <laughs> i'm telling you
Y'all haven't figured it out. The, the, the sea of yellow is powerful. In fact, I, I'll, I'll probably introduce it like this. If you want to see the leadership in the house, it's all in yellow. That's what I told them the other day. Uh, <laughs> come on, it's, it's so good. Like, uh, before everybody gets in here, but uh, today was just a run-on, run-on, run-on of an amazing women's uh, conference retreat advance attack. I don't know what we're going to call it, but, uh, but it was absolutely amazing. And then uh, everybody's in the house today. And... That's what you get. That's what you get when you're intentional. That's what you get when you go all in and it's day after day after day after day and pretty soon things just erupt. I mean, that's so awesome that, that, that they got to spend it right here Friday and Saturday, um, all day, Friday and Saturday. Um, it was amazing to, to, to see all the women and I don't even know how many there were. Did anybody count? I thought it was like 50 some. 45, 50 women for a women's conference. And uh, um, yeah, they showed up powerful this morning. I'm telling you, this is awesome. So good, so good. So hats off to that. Thank you, everybody that helped make that happen. Thank you, Willetta, wherever she went, um, for, for being obedient and coming and saying, hey, I'm supposed to do a conference. <laughs> I love that when people just say that. Like, I think I'm supposed to do something, all right? And let's do it, so... Welcome to the gathering place. Uh, if you've never been here before, welcome. Uh, love to have you. Uh, come back. Uh, if you like what you just experienced, then come on back. If you didn't, I can't tell you that's going to change. So either kind of get used to it or I don't know. Uh, that'll be up to you. Um, but if you are new here, please fill out a connect card. Uh, that'll, that'll let us know you came. That gives us an opportunity to reach out to you, make some phone calls, write you a nice little letter, but actually pray for you, answer questions for you, kind of find out what we can do to help you uh, do whatever it is you want to do. So uh, if you don't know me, I am DJ. My beautiful wife is watching online again. Um, she is still sick, so we're going to be praying for her. Um, bronchitis, leave. You're not allowed to be in her anymore because um, you really don't know how different it is. Like we go side by side. Like, we do this together. Doing this is very hard if you don't have somebody right beside you. So for the last week and a half, she's been trying to be beside me at the house. It's not the same. It truly is not the same. And you can feel that. You're just like, ah, get better so that we can do this again. Because it, it gets lonely when you don't have that one right beside you all the time. Not that I can't be beside her at the house, but she does cough a lot. I love you, baby. But she <laughs> Um, but she's going to get over that. We just believe that. So, um, yeah, we love you. I'm glad you're watching online. And text me if I say something wrong. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Where am I at? Uh, lots of announcements because there's some things coming up this week. We've been really busy over the last couple of weeks. Um, kingdom class. Did you guys go to more churchy words this morning? It was like more, more churchy words. I don't know. It's like more, more, more. That was this weekend. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, we've got, uh, what was that brother? I only got through one word. What was it? <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. So yeah, so more churchy word. <laughs> Come back next time for the other churchy word. Uh, but what we do is we have kingdom classes every Sunday, nine o'clock. And we talk about things that um, we don't usually have a chance to talk about all the time from up here. So you come in, you never know what you're going to get. We do throw a list out there so you kind of know what you're going to get. Uh, but sometimes that changes. So we have 
plenty of leaders in this house, plenty of teachers in this house, and they all have an opportunity to teach, which is absolutely amazing. So thank you for those that signed up. Next week is going to be um, Yeast of the Pharisees by uh, Jim and Karen. Is that correct? Come on. The wards. Come on. Love it. So be there 9 o'clock. If you want more information about that, that is really good. Um, and we'll have the slide. There should be a, um, is there a slide back there for kingdom classes? No? She made it. I thought it was uploaded. Okay. There should have been a bunch uploaded on OneDrive, so I apologize. She did some work and put it out there. I thought I loaded everything to OneDrive this morning. My bad. Um, is there a man on fire slide? There it is. Come on, man on fire conference. It's a men's gathering. Uh, this coming weekend, so it's going to be Saturday. It's really from like 9 to 12 over to Courts of Praise. We're teaming up uh, with Mama Rachel and, and Brother Bo over there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Brother Billing's coming in. and uh, So send your men over there. It's three hours. Send your men over there. And then there's going to be food and bring some food, men. <laughs> Whatever that looks like, we know what we all like. You know, throw some steaks on the grill, bring them, I don't know. Bring, bring something. Uh, but this is going to be really good. Uh, look, we just, we just handled all the women. That was pretty cool. <laughs> pretty excited over what I saw. Hopefully our men come back on fire um, for, for what's going to happen. That's, I see that as being a, uh, a match of getting some stuff started. So let's be out there. Uh, we have our Mexico mission coming up. This is important. Come on. You know, nobody's excited about Mexico. Okay. We'll just pass on by that. Uh, this, this is big. Uh, we have already five, five people actually bought their tickets, so we know five of us are definitely going. Um, we also have a couple people still waiting. Um, and, if, and if you want to be part of a blessing, there's some people that, can't, that don't have time to go, but you have the financial capability to go, and you might want to bless some people that are trying to go. So if that's on your heart, if God puts that on your heart, just write for missions, and we'll make sure it helps offset the cost of some people going. Uh, but we're excited about this. It's not too late. You just need a passport. And you need to order your tickets fast because we're, they're getting more expensive every single day. So, um, but we're going to be spending 10 days uh, in Mexico, so the 5th through the 15th of December. Um, so it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited about what God wants to do in that. Uh, this will be the first time we take a group of people down there, and this will be the, the, the first shot at that, taking a big group from here and to see what God wants to do in them and through them in Mexico. So uh, that's really cool. Um, angel tree. Is there a slide back there for the angel tree? <laughs> Tell you what, I'll move on. Um, <laughs> so, so here's the thing. We have, uh, I will talk about the angel tree, and we'll have a slide for it. There it is. There's a deadline on that. So if you are in the, the, the family and you come here and you say, hey, you know what, we need some help for the holidays, go ahead and sign up online, reach, reach out to the email there, and we'll make sure we get you information and then talk with you. And it's just an opportunity for us as a church to bless people and make sure um, that, that during the holidays, everybody is covered with everything they need. So that's powerful. Um, worship night is going to be Wednesday. So tonight felt like, today like felt like a worship night. It's been awesome. So, so come back Wednesday night, 6 p.m. in here. What that means, so you know, is that student ministry will be in here. They're going to be worshiping with us. So don't don't not bring your kids just because it's worship night. <laughs> bring them. If you haven't realized yet, our teens will lead us in that, I guarantee you. So uh, bring the teens out, kids out. This is going to be a good time. Uh, we're expecting God to continue to move in that. So it's usually on a Friday night, but we now have a lot of things happening on Friday nights like football. 
Not that we put that before God, but, you know, there are a lot of things that happen on Friday night. So it's easier to do it on a Wednesday night and gather uh, until after football season, right? <laughs> Look, we're just playing with the schedule. It's fine. We'll do a worship night every night if y'all want to. I mean, we're, we're in here Monday night. We're in here Tuesdays. You know, we're in here Wednesdays, Thursdays. We're, we're here pretty much every day of the week. So Thursday practices, worship night, everything. Uh, picnic is October 8th. So put that on your calendar. We're going to be doing a picnic. Uh, it's the family picnic, October 8th on the Lanark. Um, this is, uh, you know, bring out your favorite dish. And man, man, bring out, bring out. We're looking for some, some meats, some sides, some desserts. Uh, bring out your best stuff. This is going to be awesome. We always get together down there. There's fishing, there's bouncies and slides and fear factor games and all kinds of stuff. It's just fun to hang out. We play games. We hang out as a family and just get together, y'all. This is like a family reunion. All right, so tell your friends, bring everybody out. It'll be a good time uh, from 1 to, uh, what time? 10, until we shut it down. (laughs) That's right. You're not allowed to tell us when to leave. Um, All right, I want to show some pictures from uh, Benin. I got some pictures from Mama Pocherie over there, and she sent me some pictures and said, thank you guys for everything you did to make sure all these kids got supplies and got their school paid for, everything. So this is awesome. We have a, you can just click through them at a random pace. There will be a video in there. But um, all these kids are ready to go. Like I said, there's 160 kids there. Um, 115 of them were, were getting school taken care of. Then we had a bunch that were being apprentices. Then there's a bunch that are going into nursing from all levels. And these guys are just absolutely amazing. And they're so excited that they get to do this. They actually have a video in here uh, towards the end where they're thanking Jesus for everything that's been provided so that they can go to school. So if you don't know, this is, you know, when I went to Africa, this is where I went in Benin and um, they have multiple, the orphanage was the main place. And some of these are churches. um, And these men here are going off for their apprenticeships and, and doing powerful things. So this is, I mean, this is what everything goes to. They don't have public school over there. They don't pay for your school. So if somebody doesn't pay for it, they don't go. Okay, so, and we made sure, along with a couple other churches, that they were gonna have the capability of everybody going to um, school and get an education. So, and they don't actually go to school. So, so, you know, you can see they have classrooms, but they have to pay for teachers to come in uh, and teach them. So, um, but this is their, that's the whole orphanage there. And should be a video here coming up soon. There we go. They're saying mercy or mercy, mercy, which is thank you, thank you. And Jesus is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, They're just so thankful that they got supplies and they get to go to school. So thank you all for that. That's what what we give to. Um, I can't wait to go back. I'm going in August, you know, still waiting on somebody that says they're going to go with me. But I'm going back in August. It's going to be absolutely awesome. So.
There you go. That's their worship right there. Look, they don't need, they don't need a bunch of instruments or nothing. They just got to say, thank you, thank you, Jesus. And they'll just keep saying that. That's how awesome it is. So, um, so it's just amazing. So thankful our family gets to be part of that. That's so good. Uh, I am excited today. I know that we are, you know, probably a little bit behind schedule, but not really, because I think God was speaking through worship pretty much everything he wanted to speak through me. But today is Baptism Sunday. Yeah. So you're clapping. I'm clapping inside because this thing's set up because it's ready to go. All right. There's nobody that's signed up. But I'm going to let you know I brought all my stuff and I'm going to be here because I believe this will be the first Sunday that, that we actually try to do this and nobody actually signed up. But that wasn't why we set it up. I set it up because I believe somebody's going to get baptized today. And I'm, I'm praying right now that through everything that just happened in worship, he was wrecking some people. And people are like, you know what? It's time to start over. It's time to, to read it. It's time to come out with a new identification and move forward. So I want you to be praying about that as I, as I walk through this. Just be praying about that because I'm going to be in there. And there's no better time than now. Like there is no reason to walk out of here today without, without saying today is a new day for me and we're going to do this. So I'm just declaring that right now. I've been praying over that. And uh, we have some real fancy new uh, baptism shirts that I really want to display. So um, don't do it for the shirt. You can buy one for $19.99. No, just, <laughs> no. We don't sell anything here. So don't, don't try to buy a shirt. But yes, so be praying about that. I just know God wants to move in that way. So, all right, Father, I love you and I thank you. And I thank you for today. I thank you for this gathering. I thank you for this family. And Lord, right now, I just ask you to touch us. Continue to have your way in this place. Touch my heart. Speak only what, man, just tell me what to speak, Lord. Come on, fill my heart up with your words. Let it be all of you and none of me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought I had a bunch to say, but I didn't. So... A lot was taken care of in worship. As we kept worshiping, man, he just kept speaking. And I'm like, man, I don't even need to say that now. You know what he was telling me the whole time? I was, trust me. He goes, trust me, just worship. And I will speak everything I put on your heart. And then you won't have to say it. And I was like, all right, Lord, so I trust you. Then he didn't say like 20 things. So, you know, <laughs> I, might, I might have to dig into about a couple of them. But here's the thing. Have you ever heard you're not good enough? Come on, I grew up with that, and that's nothing against my dad, but I think that was his motivational speech <laughs> to me. My dad was an athlete and uh, wanted me to be an athlete, and everything I did, he said, you're not good enough, so, so don't. So what I did is that turned around in my heart, and what I said is, you don't think I'm good enough, but I'm going to make myself good enough. So now I started earning it, right? I started working as hard as I could. Not to prove anything to myself and not for the Lord, but to prove to him that I was better than what he thought I was. And that's a dangerous pattern to get into. It's a dangerous spot to be in when you say, you know what, I'm just going to work hard and hard and hard to prove to somebody else that I'm better. And we, what we do then is we bring that right back into religion. We bring that right back into the church and we say, come on, you got to earn everything. You're not working hard enough. You're not doing enough. You should be further along than you are right now. And we try to sell that to people. And it's wrong. It's wrong. You don't have to earn it. But this is why we have a hard time with this. This is why we have a hard time walking into a place and being comfortable enough to be vulnerable enough to say, I want to lay it all down in front of him. 
This is why it's hard for people to leave a church and not come back for a little bit and then go, I don't know if I can go back because everybody's going to judge me. This is why it is. This is true. We, you know, I had a chance. I had God, Guns, and Gravy this weekend. I had some guys show up. And, man, we were just talking. and things. We talked for, like, I don't know, three hours. That was, you know, I really broke my rule on that one. I said, stick to your time limits in your small groups. No, we never even shot. We ate and we just started talking about Jesus and sat there and talking and talking and talking. And I was like, wow, man, it's one o'clock. It's time to go home. But he was revealing a lot of that stuff and just saying, hey, man, there's so much, so much religion. There are so many people that are, that are bound up with religion. So that's why we're in this. We just started this series called Freedom in Christ. And that's what my goal is, is to show you that you got to break free from some of this stuff, stuff you grew up in, stuff that people told you. Man, we got to break free from all this stuff. And uh, this is where he wants to take us back to. You know, we've talked about some of this many times, but man, you've got to have a solid foundation if you're willing to take on the glory that he wants to drop. And you've got to be willing to, to, to receive it. And sometimes we just stop ourselves. Sometimes we get so caught up in what everybody's ever told us that we, we forget that, man, we're just supposed to receive stuff. Like how much earning did you do up here this morning? You didn't earn much. He gave you a whole bunch. All you had to do was say, all right. Some of you were sitting right there getting it. Some people were sitting in the back end. It didn't mean you had to come up front. It didn't mean you had to lay out. Didn't matter where you were. If you were willing to say, Lord, I want it. He gave it to you. I mean, that's how this is. And that's how people should start receiving this. This walk that we're in is just receive it. You know, it's a. Sometimes if you have the wrong intention or motivation, it shifts everything, every thought pattern you have, and it will slow you down, and you'll think you've gotten somewhere, and guess what? You didn't go nowhere. In your mind, you thought you did because you're like, man, I put in so much effort. Man, I was working so hard. Didn't get you anywhere. Just takes up your time, takes up your sometimes your resources. Man, so it's a false identification that we constantly try to work through and talk through that, that someone told us about. Somebody challenged us. Somebody spoke it over you. And it's not right. So we've been in this. Um, I like it when he shuts you up. That's what I'm doing up here. I had some stuff written down, and he just said, shush. <laughs> so bear with me. I'm like, all right, Lord, I'm going to be quiet for a second. All right, let, let's, let's stay there about how we feel bad sometimes. Because we talked about this this weekend, how sometimes we feel bad about stuff we've done or and we don't feel like we can come back to the father. We don't feel like we can come back to the family. And it happened in Genesis. I mean, this is the start of it all, right? So um, if you have your Bibles, I'm going to go to Genesis 3, 6 through 10. Um, you've heard this probably a thousand times. And when I was reading it, this morning, I was like, huh, all right, I'll listen to that. So 
Genesis 3, 6 through 10 says, so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. The Lord God among the trees of the garden. So they hid among the trees. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. They felt bad about something they did. So they hid themselves from the one person that loved them enough to come seek them. And when I was reading this this morning, what he really showed me is that I got to the point of where it said they were naked. And I've heard it all along. You've seen it. We've seen pictures. We've seen drawings. Everything is about people that were naked with fig leaves over them trying to cover everything. But what he spoke to me this morning was they were naked because they lost their identity, that they were walking in true righteousness with God. And when they sinned, their mind told them, you are no longer there. And they lost the robe of righteousness. And he said, they were naked. And I was like, all right, Lord, that sounds weird. But guess what? <laughs> I was like, that makes kind of sense. So here's two people that were solely identified, solely created to be in his image. So they were righteous in his image. They did something. And because of that, they thought, oh, I am no longer righteous. And they dropped the robe and they were naked. Now, where I got that from, if you define naked, there's, there's a couple definitions. It says having no clothes on, nude. Okay, that's later. We're going to talk about that in the marriage stuff. Come out Wednesday nights. That's our marriage gatherings. Um, but the second one was lacking a usual or natural covering. Lacking a usual or natural covering. It was natural for them to be covered in the robe of righteousness. I was like, whoa. They didn't know any different. And all of a sudden it wasn't there. And they were like, we can't even walk in front of him now. We can't even talk to him. I'm scared of him. I'm going to go hide. Now you can read through the rest of it. There's all kinds of stuff with that. I'm just, that kind of prompted me. And I was like, whoa, all right, Lord, I don't know why you took me there. Because I've never heard it that way. But I said, I'll speak it that way. And then I started thinking of myself, how many times in my life did I ever wrong somebody? And because I wronged somebody, I started avoiding them. And it wasn't even like I stole something from them or I beat them up or anything. <laughs> It was like, I might have said something that after I said it, I was like, oh, that was kind of rough. And then every time you like go to Walmart and you turn down an aisle, you're like, oh, <laughs> and you try to turn around and go the other way. You're like, I really didn't want to see him. And it's because you didn't, you didn't know what to expect. Like you, you didn't know what you were walking into. You didn't know if they were going to be like, oh, hey, brother, or if they're going to be like, you know what? We're going to go at it right here. <laughs> like I'm done. I've had it. And I started thinking about that, and I said, man, how common is that in our walk? How common is that in a church setting where 
a family gathers and everybody gets to know each other and somebody does something wrong and then they go, ha I better avoid everybody. Because <laughs> then, when, then when they get invited back to church, they're like, eee, what are they going to say when I walk in the door? Like, oh, they're going to judge me. I know they're going to judge me and I don't know if I can take it because <sighs> it's all about us. See, it's all about us. When he says it should be all about me. And if you're in a true family that absolutely loves you, guess what? That doesn't matter. Like, they're just happy to see you. They're just happy to be, have you back in the family. And maybe that's the message I need to be speaking to the cameras because y'all are here. <laughs> but I was like, that, that's, have you ever, I don't know about you. Like, I've, I, I'm really bad at this because I literally started going to church and I haven't been out of church. And I've been in two churches. I only switched churches because I had to move to another state. And I've been in this church for, I don't know, 12 years. So I've never walked out of a church, took some time off, and then tried to walk back in. So I don't know what that feels like, but I've talked to a lot of people that used to call this their family, and they're like, hmm, like, I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. You know, weird why? Weird to worship the Lord? Like, he loves you. So I was like, all right, Lord, there you go. So I don't know where that was going, but I know that's what he wanted me to say because that didn't make any sense with anything I want to talk about. Maybe that's for some people in here to say, you know, you need to get back. And people watching online, look, we love you. Come back. It's important that you're here. It's important that we do this together. What you saw this morning was, was because we're hungry and because he's showing up, because we're hungry. Like he's here all the time. He doesn't respond all the time because we're not hungry enough. We just come in and go, check it off the box, 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 go home. Or we come in really hungry and don't like the worship, and then we just go, ah. <laughs> like, it's just real. It's, it's, it's what it is. It's, so, so coming in and, and, and seeking God intentionally is just important, and that's what you get when you're here. So come on back. Oh, man, he really messed me up this morning because... I really thought I had a bunch to say. So I'm not going to make up a whole bunch of stuff. I'm going to hit right to the point. It's hard for us to understand the kingdom of heaven because we're so used to self-effort. That's what freedom is. That's why I'm talking about freedom. Because everything we think we have to do is earn something. So that's the main point. That's what I'm trying to get across to people. That's where we're starting. That's where we're going to stay is that it is a gift. It is free. You become right with God through faith, through believing. Okay? And if you've never heard that before, that is true. So we can go to uh, Galatians 2.16. And it says, yes, yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ, not by obeying the law. And we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ, not because we have obeyed the law. For no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law. And he has laid this on my heart as a foundation of what we're going to probably be talking about for a really long time. Why? Because there's all kinds of laws and like 613 of them and they're all over the place and you can read about them and they're out there and you can find them. And if you're trying to be right with God by obeying every law, you're not going to make it. And all you're going to do is beat yourself up. All you're going to do is tell yourself you're not worthy enough to come back to church because you failed again. 
That's what you're going to do. It's what it is. So you can be made righteous with God. When you look at that word, made right, to be made right with God, it's called, it, it comes out of the, the word daikau. To be righteous comes from the word daikausene, righteousness. So you can be right, righteous with God. And you can't do that by following the law. So then everybody asks, why was the law given then? <laughs> then why would God come and give the law? And some of this is just basic going back to, to uh, our, our Bible studies and some of the stuff, the Sunday school stuff. So why did, why did God create the law? Well, it's, the answer is in Galatians. I'm not leaving Galatians for a while, so we're going to be there. So Galatians 3, 19 through 22 says, why then was the law given? So 3, 19 through 22. It was given alongside the promise to show people their sins. But the law was designed to last only until the coming of the child who was promised. God gave his law through angels to Moses, who was the mediator between God and the people. Now, a mediator is helpful if more than one party must reach an agreement. But God, who is one, did not use a mediator when he gave his promise to Abraham. Is there a conflict then between God's law and God's promises? Absolutely not. If the law could give us new life, we could be made right with God by obeying it. But the scriptures declare that we are all prisoners of sin. So we receive God's promise of freedom only by believing in Jesus Christ. I mean, that's it. <laughs> you get it by believing. And why is that important? Because when we start believing, not just believing in him, when we start believing in who we are as sons and daughters, that's why that's so important. When you start understanding that you're a son or daughter of a king, then what happens? We start walking in authority. We've covered this a million times. We start walking in authority. Everywhere we go, we bring light to darkness. Everywhere we go, we change the atmosphere. Everywhere we go, people get healed. Why? Because we're sons and daughters of a king and we're walking in authority. Why is that important? Well, Romans 8, 19, for all creation is waiting eagerly for the future day when God will reveal who his children really are. That's important. Creation's waiting on us. That's why we're here. We're not here to hang out for about 80 years. <laughs> we're not just here to wait for heaven to eventually come when we die. We're here to see heaven on earth. And you can walk in it every single day with belief, not by obeying the law. Is there, look, some of the law is really good. Like these aren't bad things. I'm just saying you just can't obey them all. The Bible says if you, if you, you got to obey all of them or, or you fail. So you started. Some of them are, I think Jim Paul mentioned some at, at, his, at his men's group. The washing and, and like, okay, every time, go for it. If you miss it, you fail. So therefore, you're not right with God. It doesn't work that way. Laws aren't horrible. Laws are important. Some of them are really good. <laughs> what I love, if you read that same verse for all of creation, this is what I love about this. I, you know, I read it in, that was out of the New King James Version, for all creation is waiting eagerly for the future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Then I read it out of the Passion uh, and it says the entire universe is standing on tiptoe, yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Because the Greek word for eagerly waiting means intense anticipation. 
intense anticipation with your neck stretched out like, like, where are you guys? We're all under the same curse and we're waiting on you. Like he said, we can't do it. We got to wait on you. So all creation's going, when you're showing up. They're waiting on us. I love you guys. It don't matter. Answer it. I'm good. <laughs> Chuck was calling you. Don't worry about it. I mean, could you imagine what would happen in this world if we would all just get that? And one morning, just wake up and go, you know what? It's going to change. We declare today it's going to change. We're going to walk out and change it and not have an ounce of fear in that. Why? Because he loves us. And perfect love casts out all fear. And just say, you know, we can walk into the darkness. Let's just do it. Look, we did it. To be in Benin, where voodoo people won't even come out because you're walking by, you know how powerful that is? Like, that was real stuff. They're like, they're, they were actually going in to the temple. We're like, yeah. <laughs> we're here. Like, you're going to come. I mean, that's, we were bad. Like, we were teasing it. We're like, we're ready. Like, we're fired up. We're like, we are here for you. Because you too are his child. So all we want to do is get to you. Just let us get to you. Just let us share the message with you. Just let us tell you a little bit about how much he loves you. Because you too can change. See, it's so, ah, it all sinks together. Mm. All right. <laughs> oh, worship was good this morning. I'm excited over that. I'm going to jump down to... Uh, all right, I'll talk about this real quick because I really don't want to go back to it next week, but I will if I want to. So the reason why Paul is talking to the Galatians is because he's already spoke to them, right? They were on board with all this. They understood the gospel. They're like, we are in. And they started growing. And the enemy doesn't like that. So they sent in some people and they started telling them, well, you're doing good, but you, there's this little law. Like, you didn't do this. And everybody else has to do that. So why aren't you doing it? And that little bit of leaven, little bit of yeast, and I won't go too far into that, what was getting ready and starting to spoil the church. It was starting to wreck everything that was already built up. So he had to go back and address them and go, oh, man. Like, what are you doing? So he gets a little aggressive in it, and I like it. So I'll go back to three Galatians 3, 1 through 7, it says, O foolish Galatians, who has cast an evil spell on you? For the meaning of Jesus Christ's death was made clear, was made as clear to you as if he had seen a picture of his death on the cross. Let me ask you this one question. Did you receive the Holy Spirit by, operating, by obeying the law of Moses? Of course not. You received the Spirit because you believed the message you heard about Christ. How foolish can you be? After starting your new lives in the spirit, why are you now trying to become perfect by your own human effort? Have you experienced so much for nothing? Surely it was not in vain, was it? 
I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. In the same way, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. The real children of Abraham then are those who put their faith in God. I'm telling you, this is why we need freedom. That's why we need freedom. We can't be locked up in this. And we have such a good mixture of everybody in here. And I know y'all didn't grow up in the same style church. <laughs> but God brought you here because you need to hear the message. Because sometimes we just go to grandma's church because everybody goes to grandma's church. And that's what grandma's church said. Don't sit in my seat. <laughs> right? Don't you wear them clothes in here. I mean, all those things, all that religious stuff, all that stuff that, that they said, this is what's going to make you right. He's saying, forget it all. You need to hear that. Like, there's nothing wrong with dressing up. I'm not telling you you don't dress up. You want to dress up, dress up. That's what I love this place. You'll come in here, people be in hats and, and people be in shorts. I love it. But that means you're in freedom. That means you're walking in freedom to say, I want to come the way I want to come. And I don't care what anybody else thinks about it. I love that. Brian comes in skinny jeans every weekend. No. <laughs> Sorry, you stood up, brother. Like you were smack dab in my aim. Hit, hit my sights right there. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> but I'm serious. You come as you are because you're free to do that. So what else does God want to speak to you out of freedom? Not out of being locked up and bound up and, and stuck in old religious things of what people told you. So, and what Paul's trying to tell them is don't mix law, right, with grace. You can't do that. He says either God's grace or it isn't. You can't say well, it's only God's grace if you do these things. No. So quit. that little leaven right there is what he's talking about. So, and there'll be, never be freedom where that's at. There'll always be someone trying to tell you you can't do something, you can't walk in a certain way, you can't talk in a certain way, you can't worship in a certain way. I love the fact we're in here. We can worship. People will come down with tambourines. We got flags going. I don't care. <laughs> Kids will jump up and down. I mean, all this stuff. Like, it's worship. Why should I tell you what you can't do? That just doesn't make any sense. Right? So, so we want to celebrate that today. I'm not going to get in anymore. I think... That was a short message for you today. Um, so if you, if you came for a short message, you got it. But today is special. Because today's a day when people can definitely walk in freedom. You know, and, and for some of you, you know, what that freedom looks like is you've never, you've never surrendered your heart to him. You never said, you know what, come into my heart. You never asked him to lead you and guide you and never called him Papa. And you have that chance this morning. You need to make that, I can't pray that for you. Like, there's nothing I can do for that. That's something you got to say. You know, what I felt this morning was real. And I need that. I want to declare that over my life. Because the next step after that is getting baptized. And I want to baptize some people today. <laughs> like, last time I baptized people, I was standing in a river in Africa. Okay, and I saw the power come out of that. So I'm ready to baptize some people. Because I'm expecting some stuff to happen. So... Uh, I want you to start preparing that. If you want to, trust me, if you already know you want to get baptized, I just need you to go to the back and go talk to Crystal. Crystal, you'll handle that for me since 
Jewel's not here. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Crystal. But yeah, it, it starts with that. It starts with, with receiving him and accepting him in your life. Then the second part is the baptism, which is just, man, you, you making a declaration in front of everybody. You saying, you know what, I want to represent the, you know, the, the death, death, the burial, the resurrection. I, I want people to identify me as family, as, as a son or daughter. That's what that is. So some of you got baptized a long time ago, and you were just like, well, they told me to get baptized, so I got baptized. And since then, you've walked close with the Lord, and you're like, yeah, but I know who I am. All right. When's the last time you declared that over your life? When's the last time you actually got saturated and drenched and came out and said, you know what? I have a new identity. I'm a son or daughter, and I'm going to walk in it. I'm beloved. I know who I am. That's what we're going to do this morning. So I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm going to ask the worship team to come back up. Um, and I'm going to get changed. We do. Look, if you're like, well, man, I wish you would have told me because I would have brought. We have shorts. We have T-shirts. We have towels. Okay, so if you have another excuse over that, I don't know what that is. If you're worried about your hair getting messed up, I'll fix it for you. <laughs> So there you go. You're like, man, I just spent all this money on my hair. Okay. If that's what's stopping you, I'll pay to get it fixed. I mean, unless you want me to fix it, I'll do it myself. I know my wife can do it. <laughs> I know she has the talent for that. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't want anything to stop you right now. If you're just like, you know what? Inside of me this morning was so powerful. Look, you just, you need to hear what my father's telling you. He says he loves you. And that's all he wanted you to hear this morning was how much he loves you. And if he loves you the way he loves me, you can't hold that in. Because I feel it. And you need to feel it. And you need to have that spoken over you this morning. You need to recognize that this morning. Kevin, will you take those heaters out of there? Because I don't want to get electrocuted. Oh, I don't believe that would do anything anyway. I'm just telling you, man, he's so powerful. It's such a moment. So I want you to take a moment right now and think about that. There's no better time than today. Quit waiting. Quit waiting for a special moment. Because he loves you now. And he wants you now. So think about that. I'm going to turn it over to worship. We're going to go back. I'm going to go change. And I'm going to come back out, and I'm going to wait for everybody over there. Um, if I got baptized myself, I will. Done it before. <laughs> Don't bother me. I'm getting wet today. Okay, and if that's what's on your heart, I'm just going to pray. If that's what's on your heart, I want you to move. I want you to move in that direction. Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. I thank you for today. I thank you for everybody in here. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your son. I thank you for your grace. Come on, Father. We love you. We love you. We love you. And we come before you humbly this morning. Father, I ask you to touch every heart, every mind in this room. Come on, prick them a little bit this morning, Lord. Make it intentional. Let them know that it's supposed to end today. They're not supposed to walk out of here in the same chains they came in in. So, Lord, let's set them free today. 
Father, we release it to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You take it over, Kev, or do whatever you want to do. Awesome. Yeah, you have to turn that off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I may not be here next week. You might fire me. I don't know. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Mm. We haven't done this in a while. God is good. And all the time. Amen. Man, you know, God is so good. I love what Pastor DJ was saying about the law and grace. Um, I did this last week. I'll do it again. God always just gives me little pictures, you know. And as he was saying that about the law and grace, and, you know, I kind of saw like that bike. Remember when I taught on that bike with the training wheels, right? Like, so the law was like the training wheels. It was showing us, it was helping us our balance and making sure we know right from wrong and kind of helping us there. But the end goal was always Jesus. The end goal was always, hey, take those things off. Let's go. We're rolling, you know, we're, we're going, we're moving. And so uh, that's just, that's Jesus. Mm. Go ahead and stand to your feet. We're going to get ready. We're going to go ahead and go into a time of worship. Jesus. Hey, listen, if you have to go, um, you know, of course, there, <laughs> there's freedom in here. You can go whenever you'd like. But if you can stay to celebrate with the family, if anyone does get baptized, um, I ask that you would stay. You know, here at the gathering place, we're not, you know, a church with members. We're a church family with family. We are a family in here. So I want to just celebrate anybody that may get in there today. Uh, and I just want God to, I want us to honor them just as God's going to honor them, right? And so take this few, few minutes as we go into worship and really ask the Lord, just ask him. Maybe you got baptized when you were five years old. I don't know. But just ask him, God, do you want me to get baptized? If yes, then you can go to the back. There's clothes. If no, well, praise God. Let's pray. Let's, let's celebrate. And let's just thank God for whoever does want to get in there today. So, God, we love you. We thank you. In Jesus' name. With a cry of praise, my heart will proclaim You are good You are good In the sun away My life separates
church, get baptized. We'll get you one. simple question. I already know the answer. If you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then let the newness begin right here. Come on, hang on. By your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
because they're coming, they're getting changed. Absolutely, Miss Lisa. All right. Profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Oh 
Hello everyone, um, my name is Leo. I'm here for Mama Lo as well. She was a good friend of mine and the family. Um, I've been part of this ministry for a long time, but I don't come as much because of my kids and my job, you know, my work life. But God told me today, this is the time. <laughs> Today's the day and um, we're here together. Come on, brother. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Come on. Woo, it's good to see you, man. Uh, yeah. Hey, this is family. We can talk. So you saw my dad, supermarket. How's he doing? Oh, he's doing good. He's doing better. I love it. Come on. Hey, he used to own a restaurant. What are you doing now? I'm working at Longhorn now. Okay, good. Perfect. Taking it easy. Come on. Come on, man. That's the way to do it, man. Priorities, brother. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Have you accepted Jesus, your Lord and Savior? Yes, sir. Come on. By your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. testimony for me um, when I was a little girl I was 12 years old and I went to a Baptist church and they said oh it's time for you to be baptized you're 12 years old it was a traditional thing and so I cried I hid up under the pews glory to God I didn't want to do it it's something with was within me I did not want to do it. I cried. Tears began to fall. I was like, no, no, no. It's like I was in a fight. I was in a fight. I did not want to do it. My mama said, come on, you got to do it. The people in the church said, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. I cried the whole time sitting there all week long. I did not want to do it. It didn't feel right. I didn't know what I was doing. And I said, I can remember plain as day, y'all. Plain as day. And I was like, when I got grown and I got saved and I got filled with the Holy Ghost. And I said, God, 
I said, God, I am going to do this now that I know what I am doing. See, I didn't know, y'all. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. But now, and I supposed to be got baptized maybe about a month and a half ago. I was going to redo it. But the timing wasn't right. See, God, God started making things happen where I was. Chaos, confusion. And I said, uh-uh, no. I'm not going to do it. But today, 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 I am going to do it. And it feels so right. It feels so right. slide up this way uh, I'm not you know what you, have you accepted Jesus your Lord and Savior yes I have I have something to grab just like that Miss Tanya by your profession of faith I baptize you in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit
stuck. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Can you feel him? Come on, he's in the Come on. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> you look like you're ready. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Come on. All right, one more declaration. If you accepted Jesus, your Lord and Savior. Yes. Yes, you have. Come on. By your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
This is my niece, Amber. Oh, yeah. Oh, my love. You want to say anything? I was in youth group in high school, and then it really didn't mean a whole lot to me besides it was exciting. Um, and now I'm 216 days free of addictions. You are free. <laughs> we declare that over your life. You are free. And he's fixing to do something amazing inside of you. There's a calling on your life, and all you got to do is open your eyes and open your heart. It's going to smack you in the forehead. I can talk to you that way, your family. <laughs> That's how that is. I'm excited for this day. Yeah, I kind of went to the back of the room when I was coming in, and she goes, I think I'm supposed yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the Holy Ghost. You heard him. <laughs> Remember that voice. <laughs> He'll be speaking to you a whole bunch. Come on. Well, I'm thankful for this moment. I'm thankful I get to do it. I'm proud of you. Mm. I love you. Come on. Oh, yeah, let me do that part. Now, have you accepted Jesus, your Lord and Savior? Yes. Okay, I need to make sure. Then Amber, by your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Y'all lucky. Holy Ghost, grab her tongue. <laughs> she snatched that from you. He said, let's just do this. You accepted Jesus, your Lord and Savior? Yes. Yes, you have. Ursula, by your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. for a second I'm gonna sit in here for a second because he's tugging on your heart and you ain't moved yet he said it ain't over yet but I'll sit here for a bit and I'll just wait we're gonna worship and then I might not see you till next week but I'll turn it over to Kevin at that point and let Kevin do whatever he wants to do which is scary so you might want to hang out for that but yeah I'm just gonna try to get worship going anybody else so far I'm gonna sit in here couple minutes and then I'm out but if you walk up you're gonna get baptized